Good morning and welcome to today's daily PPE, your daily PPE, your uh, daily devotion to bring some wisdom to your life for this week. Well, today is Thursday. It's July 29th. We're coming to the end of this month. Can you believe it? Um, I don't know where you're at today, but in Missouri, brother, it's hot. Um, it's hot. That's all I'm going to say. Um, today we're going to be in Psalm 66. We're continuing our way through this this um, chapter of Psalms and looking for some wisdom. And I believe we're going to find it today in verses 13 through 15. Uh, the title of today's devotion is Truly Devoted. Um, before we get started, I kind of want to remind you where we're at in this passage. Um, I almost entitled this particular psalm or this study of this psalm, I almost entitled it Route 66 because there's so many different things you run across uh, on that, uh, I guess you'd say, notorious route or notorious Highway 66. It runs from, I believe it's Chicago all the way through to Los Angeles, and there's very important stops in between and, and highlights and just different things. And and I just think as the psalmist is writing the psalm, life is like that. You know, I think the psalmist is getting at this as he's writing this and he's telling us that life is like that. There's highs and there's lows to our lives. There's many different things that we run into in this life's journey. Sometimes they're great. Sometimes they're not so great. Sometimes they're horrible. Uh, but all of those things, all of those instances take us to a closer walk with the Lord, or at least that's what God wants to do. He wants to use everything, all of our experiences, all of our circumstances, he wants to bring or wants to uh, have in our lives to bring us closer to him and his plan for our life. In the verse, first verses in verse, the first four verses, I'll get that out in a minute. The writer tells us about true worship about shouting and singing and telling its actions of giving praise. And then he talks about the miracles that God has done and what he's doing. And sometimes we forget about even the small miracles that God does. Um, and then he, the psalmist talks about proclaiming the Lord and his wonders, telling about God's safety and about the test that God brings us into. I don't know about you, but I don't like tests. Um, I don't like the painful things that come into my lives, but these things also bring us closer to the Lord. So now the writer is going to make a few vows to the Lord. He's going to commit to the Lord as we get down to verse number 13. And um, he's going to make vows to the Lord. He's going to talk about the vows that he keeps to the Lord that he's made in the past. It's, it's almost like he's recommitting his life. Uh, the writer is establishing, and this is what I want you to see, the writer is establishing his commitment to God because God has established his commitment to his people. Let me just remind you of one thing. Um, in case you have, you've forgotten this or you don't remember, sometimes some, of, some people are forgetful. Um, you have failed God many times. How do I know that? Because 
I've failed God many times. Now, I'm not saying I'm better than you or you're better than me. I'm just saying the fact of the matter is, is we fail the Lord and we're probably going to fail him again. Wow, that's a highlight for our Thursday, isn't it? What a way to go. Rob, bring us all down just to bring us back up. I don't I don't mean to dig up old wounds, but no, really, this is what I want you to remember. Even though we have failed God, God has never and will never fail you. God never fails. There's There might be times in our lives that it seems like he's forgotten you, but he hasn't. He's just doing things in the background that you can't see. There may be times where it seems like he doesn't want what's best for you. I know there's been times in my life where I have the plan worked out and, and all God has to do is answer my plan and do what I tell him to do and things will be just fine. But he doesn't do it. And I, and I seem to think sometimes he doesn't want what's best for me. Why would you not want this? This is what is best. But it's in those times that we may not seem like it's going our way and he doesn't care, but he does. It's just that he's got a better plan for you and you can't see it at this point. So God never fails. He always wants what's best for us. And I think I better read these three verses before I get into preaching. Uh, verse number 13. The writer says, now I come to your temple with burnt offerings to fulfill the vows I made to you. Yes, the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. Verse 15, that is why I'm sacrificing burnt offerings to you, the best of my rams as a pleasing aroma and a sacrifice of bull, bulls and male goats. God has and is doing awesome things and he's and this writer's pointed out in verse number three, it's awesome. It's awesome things that God does. But now the writer is giving back to God in an effort to worship him and make a commitment to God because God has made a commitment to him. Note the, the commitment or the extent of this writer's commitment. Remember what Peter said in, in 1 Peter 4, 8. He says, love covers a multitude of sins, right? And this writer is making a commitment to God because he loves, truly loves the Lord for what he's done. What did Jesus say? If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And so God wants us to come to him, but he's not going to force us. But the writer here says, number one, notice, note the, the extent of his commitment. Number one, I will go to you, God. I'm going to make the move. The writer here is saying, you've done all this for me. You've done all these miracles, all these great things. Number one, I'm going to make the move and I'm going to come to you. I'm going to come to your worship. I'm going to, I'm going to come to your temple and offer burnt sacrifices and burnt offerings. And, and notice the next thing he says here is not only am I going to come to you, I'm going to offer the best of what I have for you and to you. I'm not going to give you, the psalmist says, I'm not only going to run to you, I'm going to give you the best of what I have. The best of what he had was the livestock. And it wasn't the, uh, it wasn't the, the hurt and the sickly livestock. It was the best because this was what his life was in. The writer, this is where, uh, this is the things that kept him alive, the livestock. This is what they, they fed on. This is what kept them out of poverty. Uh, and he said, I'm going to give you the best of what I have. For us, these types of things, the best of what we have, 
you know, for the most part, that's our time. Our time is cramped. Every single one of our lives, our lives are crammed to the fullest. So our time is very valuable. Our money is very valuable. Money is tight these days. Our money is valuable. Our plans, boy, this is a big one, isn't it? Our plans. I just said this in the very beginning. I like my plans. Lord, if you'll just follow my plans. But that's not what God says. He says, I want to take your plans. I want to turn them upside down. And I want to do what I want to do, not what you want to do. So so the writer is saying, basically, if it was written in the 20th or in 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 2021 today, we would probably say, Lord, I'm going to give you the best. I'm going to give you my time. I'm going to give you my money. I'm going to give you my plans. I'm going to give you what guides me and drives my life. I'm going to give to you what steers my everyday life. I want you to notice something here in, in, in this part, uh, this place right here. Notice the little words there that is thrown in that the writer throws in the sacred vows that I made when I was in deep trouble. Have you ever been in one of those times where you said, Lord, God, if you will just get me out of this, I'll serve you for the rest of my life. God, if you will just do this for me today, if you will just do this for my family, if you will just do, and you can fill in the blank, I will give you everything. I will surrender everything. And the writer is saying, you know what? I remember those times in my life where I said those words, and now I'm giving everything that I promised to the Lord. And this, the third thing that he mentions here is he says, I will withhold nothing. I will give all to the Lord. I want to pause here for just a few moments for effect. I will withhold nothing nothing from you, Lord. I'm pausing for effect because that's what the word interlude means there at the end of verse number 15. It means the writer is saying, listen to what I'm writing. Listen to what I'm saying because it's very important. We're willing to worship the Lord on Sunday, but are we willing to give him the best of our lives Monday through Saturday? As the children of Israel was, they were willing to walk across the dry land in the Red Sea that the psalmist talked about. But when they got to Mount Sinai, they didn't want to approach the Lord because they were afraid of him. Will we completely come to the Lord and approach him? I want to tell you something. God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But this portion of the Psalms, it, it encourages us to commit to him everything in our lives. In this day and time that we're living in, after we've been through a pandemic, the 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 uh, political upheaval that we're in right now, I believe that God is wanting his people to commit to him in every way with all their trust, with all their planning, with all their families, with all their lives. And God says, will you do this? Will you commit to me today? I encourage you to do just that. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for this psalm, God. This 66, taking us through. God, where you're leading and guiding us. I pray today that you will be with your people. God, help them to see your provision, your miracles, that you're always with us. God, and that you love us. Help us to commit to you, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Help us today, Lord, to be truly devoted to you. In Jesus' name. Amen.
God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. I I hope these were some words of encouragement for you today. And uh, I hope that you will truly commit to God today. Today is the rest is the first day of the rest of your life. Remember, commit to the Lord. God bless you. Remember, I'm praying for you every single day. And remember, God is with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. Have a great day. Lord willing, I'll see you tomorrow.